Welcome, dear listener, to Kirby's Battlemech Compendium. Written and compiled by Periphery et al., I am your orator Shrapnel. Join in the conversation on the MechWarrior 5 Mercenary Facebook page and check out Periphery Pence on Insta for Battletech Eye Candy. Entry 1 HBK 4P Hunchback, aka Melty Face. To truly understand the HBK 4P Hunchback, you have to understand the time and people who created it. It's the mid 2900s and the Third Succession War is in full swing. For nearly the past 200 years, the standard friendly greeting between foreign powers was to glass a world or five with nuclear weapons, and as a result, humanity has bombed itself back to such a primitive state that the ability to build, repair, or just understand most technology more complicated than an electric toothbrush is lost. Even battle mechs were quickly becoming scarce, with a surviving industrial base incapable of replacing the losses caused by the brutality of the succession wars. Those mechs that did remain, however, were either a hodgepodge mix of mechs that were hundreds of years old, passed down and repaired a thousand times over, or handfuls of new designs created with pitifully low technology levels by desperate militaries looking to patch holes in their ranks by any means necessary. That's where we find our friends at Nissan General Industries. Many hundreds of years ago, the former car maker had realized it was far more profitable to make war machines for insane wannabe space samurai with a penchant for outright murder than uninspired sedans for drivers with credit scores lower than their IQ. Coupled with copious tax breaks, incentives and purchase orders, Nissan General Industries became a significant part of the DCMS supply chain. Now, those same insane war crime enthusiasts were demanding that Nissan deliver them more mechs or else. Nissan General Industries designers faced quite the problem. Either come up with a new mech using the shattered remains of your supply chain, or be executed by the Draconis Combine for failing your duty to the Dragon. Or because it's Tuesday, or raining, who knows with the DCMS. What the people who bought you the Ultima came up with was nothing less than extraordinary. Nissan had been producing the Hunchback HBK-4G for nearly 400 years. It was a simple enough design that it could still be built by irradiated Curitans in the devastated remains of civilization. But the glassing of the Tomazuru factory meant that Nissan could not get the massive autocannon they needed to produce the iconic mech. Rather than design a whole new mech, a drunk Nissan engineer probably joked that Ah, this just replaced all the weapons with medium lasers. That's all we can get anyway. After the laughter settled, much head and chin scratching ensued before someone realised that's really not a bad fucking idea and made it happen. On the surface, it's easy to dismiss, but the contemporary eye is almost laughable. Why even bother with medium lasers? One thing is for certain, the HBK 4P must have resonated with the dragon worshipping Bushido warriors of the DCMS, because by the time we get into the scene of 3015, you can find the HBK-4P in every militia that uses hunchbacks. It's not hard to see why either. Individually, the medium laser is less than intimidating. However, when you have eight of them slaved to fire together, you become one of the deadliest yet most understated mechs in the entire galaxy. With all eight medium lasers capable of doing 70% more damage than AC-20, a higher cycle rate and with enough heat sinks and armour to fight all day long, the HBK-4P 
is a fire-breathing, battle-melting dragon in its own right. With the precision accuracy offered by laser weapons, the HBK-4P carries enough face-melting firepower to easily turn any opposing mech's cockpit into liquid metal and burnt flesh with a single pull of the trigger. Even assault mechs need to pay serious attention when an HBK-4P is around, lest they find their remains being hosed out of the burnt and twisted remains of their command chair. In chainfire mode, the HBK-4P can ceaselessly lay down laser after laser, never slowing down or stopping its barrage, making it ideal for demolition missions as well. Even in the endgame, the HBK-4P continues to be a viable mech, particularly when upgraded to double heat sinks and pulse lasers, making it hit harder than most heavy mechs and capable of effortlessly removing limbs. Maybe you've overlooked the HBK-4P, maybe you haven't. But either way, next time you play, you should pay tribute to the insane ingenuity of automobile-turned-mech engineers desperately trying to avoid being executed by the hand that fed them for so many years. Especially considering that they were working with nothing but scraps and radioactive dust and managed to improve, let alone build a new mech. The HBK-4P experience is nothing short of extraordinary. Well. That's all we have time for now, folks. I've been Shrapnel, and stay tuned for the next episode of Kirby's Battle Mech Compendium. Goodbye.